0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep
2: Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at the Black Sheep Boutique, Tupelo.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm to Mississippi,
3: Mississippi here I
0: come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
2: Afternoon, Super Top Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. The Good Things, I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, and you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And today, we've got a lot of celebrating to do. Yep, a lot of good things going on. Nope, probably not what you think it is. It's my birthday. Monday. Yep. And it's a big one too. It's the big four O and I am going to shout from the rooftops all about it and have a good time celebrating this great milestone. I am one who adores birthdays. I think that you should embrace whatever age or stage that you are in when that day comes around because somebody out there somewhere would have loved to have had their loved one um, be here for that particular uh, birthday. And so for those of us born in the 83 range, this is a big year for all of us. We're turning 40 and so many look on that with like looming kind of thoughts and feelings or thinking, oh, you're finally sort of middle aged. And I just look at it completely differently. I feel like once you turn 40, you kind of get grace on certain things to kind of be who you want to be, say what you want to say, let go of kind of the need for comparison or feel the need to like uh, impress or prove anything if you've lasted this long, particularly either in a career or wherever it may be. And so, yeah, it feels cool to kind of be on that other side where it's you're no longer a spring chicken. I know many of you who may be several decades, you know, beyond 40, you're thinking, oh, you're still a baby. I totally get that. Um, but things just You know, creak a little sooner than they used to. You're a little slower getting up off the ground than maybe you once were, and got to hydrate
3: a little more than you. You
2: hydrate a little bit more than you used to, and you like to go to bed a little bit earlier than maybe um, you used to. But all of those, to me, are wisdom. Like that's just wisdom you should have had in your in your twenties or your thirties. But you're too busy, kind of. I guess uh, climbing whatever ladder it may be or chasing after something, whether it's finishing up your degree or, you know, starting a family or getting, you know, and all the different things. And I know people are in completely different stages and all different uh, decades or things. So, but I've kind of done all the things, you know, I, I'm not, sadly I'm not getting any more degrees Um, to, you know, I would go back, but nobody's willing to pay for it. So, you know, there's that I'm done with like that part of life. I don't plan on having another husband. <laughs> He's stuck around for 16 years so far, so I feel like, you know, I, the and the family unit is what it's going to be. And so, you know, it's kind of like when you when you think about ex- or 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 growing your or I guess getting to where you want to go, it's like when you now it's thinking of like, what do you want? Like, what's next? And so that's kind of a fun sort of place uh, to be in with a lot of less expectations. And that's for sure. And I think after 40, whatever you accomplish is for you, not for your future family or your future whatever it may be and I think that's a cool place um to kind of of be in so I appreciate all the happy uh, birthdays that are coming in on the text line that's also been um online as well I appreciate them all and I read them all um, but I thought it'd also be fun I'm not the only one turning 40 this year maybe you are too again if you're born in 83 this is your year but you're almost up so really this is, you've only got the, you know, November and December will be turning 40 and then the 2024s. You're next. You're, you're, you're next in line, um, for that. But the things that were turning 40 here in 2023, I guess would have been the things that became popular or came out in my birth year, which would have been 83. And looking back, you know, things don't make you feel old until, you start to see the things that are your age that you connected sort of with your childhood and you assume that they are, you know, air quotes old, like the A-team. If you would ask me how old is the A-team, I would have not said 40. I would have thought 50 plus years old. I don't know. But the A-team is turning 40 um this year, as well as girls, you may remember these swatch watch, which is like. The decorative watches that came out, it's not the slap bracelets or whatever, but they were swatch watches and they were all the rage.
3: They were a big deal.
2: They were a very big deal and you could collect them and do all the things and they a Swatch
3: watch and a members only jacket.
2: Uh Uh-huh. That was kind of the style back then. Flash dance is turning. Is turning forty this year, or has already turned forty? I know we're we're nearing the end of the year. For those that enjoyed that uh, movie, or maybe the the music, um, yeah, that was forty years ago when that first hit the big screen. It can't, I it can't. It's hard to believe too. I know that it's been forty years since Michael Jackson did his first moonwalk. It was back in May, May sixteenth, an NBC special, Motown twenty five, and. It was the first time he did his signature move that I'm sure, that, you know, everyone, you can't say moonwalk without thinking Michael Jackson.
3: Yeah, I mean, even though there are people that argue that dance move had been around for decades at that point, there's only one person you associate with the moonwalk, and that's Michael Jackson.
2: Hmm. And nobody does it the same. Others have tried uh, to replicate it, some can get pretty good at it. And even if you're doing it. It's tough it, to be that smooth. It's tough to be that smooth. I would say Usher is a close, or our, I would say our generation, but Michael, I guess, was my generation, but Usher's more of like, our generation being old enough to know who they were. Well,
3: there's a difference between having been alive for something and having experienced it. Yes. Like our generational music isn't necessarily the 80s, even though we were alive for 80s music.
2: I would say I would put me more mid-90s, early 2000s. That would have been more of like really when you you got into music. Reading Rainbow is turning... Forty. Does it still air? It premiered in June of '83, and no, it said. I was going to say, you can still find it. It stopped airing in 2009, but you can still find vintage episodes and stream it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and as well as uh, Netflix. Did you wake up to reading Reading Rainbow? Did you? Was that on on in your?
3: Kinda. I was always a bigger fan of the theme song for Reading Rainbow than sitting there and having LeVar Burton read to me.
2: Maybe that's Because by the
3: time I got to the point where I was watching Reading Rainbow, I was also reading at or above that level. So I felt like he was talking down to me. Mm-hmm. But that, that theme song, that that was a
2: jam. <gasps> Pet Cemetery is turning 40. Maybe that's why it creeps me out so much. <laughs> now I'm curious. At what age did I feel like that was a, an appropriate movie to watch? Because it had to have been at least a decade or more old before I found my way to it via TBS, TNT, all the things. My parents definitely didn't sit down and was like, hey, let me introduce you to a great movie. I feel like we all think, oh, Pet Cemetery. this is going to be not what it turned out to be but we can thank 83 for for a pet cemetery um in that way and then the cabbage patch kids craze that lingered like that lingered long enough i had a cabbage patch doll i had and maybe not several but i guess maybe it was a little bit bigger right when we were we were born
3: i want to say it was the christmas of 83 where that really took off like the tickle me elmo of 83
2: was that so 83? It, it, would have bled,
3: it would have bled into 84. Because my mom and dad always told the story growing up when the year before I was born, they had a foreign exchange student, my my brother from across the pond, that from Norway. And he was in the family household. Mom wanted a Cabbage Patch doll. But it being the ticky, Tickle Me oh of the time, it was really difficult to get one. This is long before online shopping and ebay and all that well the year rolls around no cabbage patch doll for mom but i come along and then as a joke mom asked for a cabbage patch doll for christmas me being new to the world from september to christmas in 85 wasn't time or money to go get a cabbage patch doll so no cabbage patch doll from 84 or 85 so then 86 rolls around and before mom had even started making her Christmas list, my little brother was conceived because he was born January of 87. So for Christmas, before my little brother was born, dad moved heaven and earth to find a Cabbage Patch Bless
2: doll. it. He's
3: like, here, here's your Cabbage Patch doll. Here's your doll. We don't need any more kids.
2: <laughs> he figured out what was going on oh I love that and Jeff and uh, Talk also says the number one song in 83 was every breath you take uh, by the police and so there you go um, all right stick with us so we're gonna shift gears we're gonna celebrate the things happening on your main streets coming up next
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner.
3: Something big's happening downtown.
2: good things happening on Main Streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today, we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events. And this weekend, they are decking the halls all throughout the state again for more open houses when it comes to Christmas. And each week that passes, you guys get better and better about me talking about Christmas. But we're going to do it again uh, this week. And joining us is Laura Laura Withers. She is with Tunica Main Street, who's gearing up for a great opportunity to shop on Main Street. Hey, Laura. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I am doing well, and I bet you've been in the Christmas spirit for a while now. Most of our Main Street associations have been.
1: Yes, we are ready. We are, like you said, we are decking the halls. We're pulling out the lights, pulling out the trees. We are ready for it.
2: So what's what's happening in Tunica? When is the open house, and what can we expect?
1: Okay, so our open house event is tomorrow. It's called our Holiday Shopping Social. And it's tomorrow, Thursday, November 9th from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. And it's basically just a really fun retail event where our stores stay open a little later. They have free refreshments, gift wrapping. All their stores are decked out to the nines. All the windows are decorated for the holidays. And in addition to that, we'll also have hay rides around town, um, a Christmas hay ride that's um, brought to us this year by the local chapter of the optimist club here in tunica and then we also have a couple food trucks come in we've got a some live music i mean it's a really really fun event
2: so when we think about downtown tunica or i guess main street in tunica is it a is it a block is it just a long is it a couple of streets like how's that set up because i think the hayride's really cool does it make the block like yeah sh- tell us so how your downtown our- looks
1: Yeah, so our downtown is situated around a downtown square with a clock tower and amphitheater in the middle, and all surrounding, I would say it's about maybe four or five square blocks all the way around. So the Hayride will go around downtown and then a little bit into our residential area. So any local Tunica folks that are listening, they may see some lights and little elves riding by tomorrow night, but um, but yeah, it's... It's, this is the first time we've had the hayride this year, so I'm really excited about it. It's kind of something a little extra for the kids to do, maybe while Mom is shopping, too. So,
2: And this is a fun time, too, Laura, if you've never been to Tunica's Main Street or downtown Tunica. This would be a fun time to explore a town that's maybe close by, check out some new shops for, for new things, because you guys really work hard to do the windows, make it festive, and also make it fun and opportunistic for those that are looking for um, holiday gifts. Yes,
1: for sure. And we have some wonderful, wonderful hidden gems in Janica I think people would be surprised to see our retailers, the just The variety of things that they offer, the level of things they offer, you can get gifts anywhere from $5 all the way up to $200 in Tunica. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of options. So, um, it's, I'm looking forward to it. We're praying, praying for good weather so that we have a really great crowd tomorrow. But even if it's drizzling a little, you can still, you know, you're, you can still spend some money. So, still go shopping.
2: (laughs) So there is, is there any kind of friendly competition, Laura, around the shops with their window? Uh, dressings. I know that can be a big thing in some of the small towns or, or the main streets. They really, you know, like to one up each year to kind of make it bigger and sort of better to the point that it becomes like everybody's waiting to see what the shops yeah. do this time of year. Um, is, yeah. is that something that happens in Tunica?
1: Well, we don't have a like a. Tech, you're right. It's not like a you know technically a competition, but I do think there's a little friendly competition between stores. Um, we've got our Our women's boutique, 1251 Apparel, always goes all out with his window. He picks a theme and kind of goes crazy with it. And this year, I think he's doing t-shirts like themed t-shirts as well and then our flower shop which the owners of all these stores are all good friends so like you said it's just friendly competition but our flower shop i went into her store the other day to drop off some things for the shopping social and she had a hot pink grand piano in the store so i'm really excited to see what that's gonna what that's gonna look like tomorrow night And our antique store in town already have had their window completely decorated. It's so quaint. It's so beautiful. It's, completely covered in white lights and antique Christmas decorations. So there's a lot to see and a lot going on.
2: Again, it's not just shopping. It's about getting out, fellowshipping, getting to know your community, supporting the local businesses, the main street, and everything that's going on sort of with there, you know, Laura, this is your chance to sort of like not make the plea, but remind folks how important it is. If you've got that little gift to buy or you've got someone for something special in mind, don't look over your main streets um, as, as a place to go to find that person perfect something
1: for sure for sure you know tunica is one of the if not the smallest main street community under the mississippi main street umbrella so we're a small community however um in the past i have done a gift buying guide for christmas gifts that you can buy in tunica and it originally started i was going to do um 20 20 under 20 20 gifts that you could find in Tunica for under $20. And that kind of little promotion grew to, I wound up finding more like 50 gifts you could buy for $50 and under. So, I mean, there's a lot of different you know ways that you can support your local retailers. I mean, we all love Amazon. We all love Walmart. We need them. We use them. But if you have a stocking stuffer or something really special, I love getting gifts here in Tunica for my family that lives out of town because that's a way that I can just give them a little piece of my home now. And um, all of our retailers here in town carry great, great gift ideas and great gift items, all price levels, all levels of luxury. It's kids, grownups, everything. So you can always find something. So that's
2: tomorrow, Laura. It starts uh, tomorrow afternoon. Remind us the times and where to go to keep up with all things Tunica.
1: Yes, it starts at 4 o'clock tomorrow, the Holiday Shopping Social in downtown Tunica. You can always visit tunicamainstreet.com to stay up to date on our events. Our next Christmas event after this is on... Thursday, November 30th. And we're going to light the tree and have a big, big party in downtown Chenica So people it, need to come to that. It's also.
2: Christmas time, folks. Get over it. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. I know. It's here. It's here. We just got to embrace it. Christmas comes earlier and earlier every year, yeah. doesn't it? but we just got to go for it. November
2: 30th it. is an appropriate time to light the tree. So, Laura, yes. I appreciate your time. Cross some fingers for good weather this weekend and everyone get out and shop. Okay. Thanks so much, Rebecca. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And joining us, too, is Thomas Gregory. He's the executive director for the Mississippi Main Street Association. And, Thomas, you always do a great job of putting the statistics to our dollars. So when people do make that decision to go to their main streets, support these open houses that are going on all over uh, Mississippi this upcoming weekend and the upcoming weekends, what does that mean about uh, going back into their communities?
4: Yeah, we know that, you know, a dollar spent in a local retail store is going to circulate in the community on average three to four times more than a dollar spent in a big box retailer. So like Laura was just talking about in Tunica, it's so important for people to look first to their local retailers to see if they can find something, um, you know, in, the, in those businesses who have made their, their home, um, in the downtown. Um, and I think the Christmas time, as we move into that Christmas shopping season, uh, it, it's really a great time to sort of refocus our efforts at shopping, luckily.
2: Well, and I think we all are going to buy something. I mean, you may not have an extravagant list. Maybe you're cutting back this year because of a, of a lot of obvious reasons. Um, or maybe, you know, you're doing a little better than you have in previous years and you got a little bit more on your list. So everybody's got a Christmas list in some capacity. So then it's just about making a conscious choice of where you want to go to sort of spend those, um, those particular dollars or to find those, um, you know, those special gifts. And what I've heard time and time again, Thomas, on on everybody from Main Street, is not just how much it does for them throughout the year, but how much work they're putting into this time of year. So you've got folks out there in your community that have been thinking about Christmas time since last Christmas. And so it's our turn to support support them.
4: That's right. I mean, I think the months of November and, and December are often the the, the make-or-break months for local retailers. Um, it's, you know, the two months out of the year where people do spend the majority of their retail dollars. And so um, if you want to support your local retailers, uh, now is the time. And, um, you know, as Laura mentioned, we're moving into Christmas open house season just this weekend, uh, actually starting tomorrow. We've probably got, you know, a dozen or more communities that are going to be starting there. Holiday open houses um, and, and those events are going to run from um, Tomorrow through the weekend And then really on, on all the way through Christmas So yeah. uh, be, be looking out for those events That um, sort of highlight Those local shopping opportunities
2: And y'all have got a bunch of little elves At MississippiMainStreet.com That keep everybody updated on what's going on Particularly if they hit on um, that calendar So folks can go there For all the information
4: That's right, you can go to MSMainStreet.com and click on events and then the calendar, and it, it looks like, a you know, a monthly calendar. You can see day-to-day what events are scheduled in which community. Uh, and on that calendar, you can click on each of the events to provide you with more information, um, uh, you know, about each of those events. And so if you look at November right now, it is packed um, with, with events, like I said, starting tomorrow, sort of running all the way. Christmas. Well, if so you're bored, it's your
2: own fault. And because <laughs> there is something going on over at msmainstreet.com/calendar. Thomas, thank you for your time. And yeah, and you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next.
0: upbeat positive and stories that make you smile this is good things with rebecca turner on supertalk mississippi the supertalk app and at supertalk.fm the baby
4: you hardly even know when i try to show you the song is meant to keep you
2: Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You see, i got a friend in the studio, Richard Greenlee. He's the festival organizer and producer for the Township Blues Festival. It is happening this Saturday, November the 11th. And you got lots of uh, great headlining acts. Seven hours, I think you said, of music.
5: Seven hours of music, five bands. It's going to be great.
2: It's going to be great. And it's going to be wonderful weather. And it's going to be a good time to come out. So give us your vision behind this. When you were thinking about, or is this uh, is this the first year, or is it has it happened before?
5: This is the inaugural Township Blues Festival. As you know, Township has done sixteen years of the Jazz Festival every spring, and
2: this is not that.
5: It's not that. This is different. That's uh, I mean, it's set up with a lot of local musicians. It's a great festival brings a lot of people, but it's free and it's a lot of local musicians and it's a tent and a stage. This is a full production. It's a full festival. It's big stage, sound, light, fenced-off ticketed event. Um, and, um, you know, dealing with the, the Keriath Corporation who owns and, and runs Township, we decided they want to do something in the fall. I like to do in the spring, and I came with the idea of let's doing a blues festival um, because it's good, you know. There's really, I mean, there are blues festivals in the Delta. They're great ones, but there's no big... Huge blues festival in a major city where you can fly into an airport and have five hotels on site and and come in to stay. And that's where we want to grow this thing every year to be Mississippi's premier blues festival.
2: And it has every ingredient for the perfect recipe sort of to do that. Perfect location, great uh, musicians that are headlining. And then, you know, the opportunity to see just to have to have a lot of fun, I think. What's the difference between a festival and then just like a concert?
5: Basically, it's the term Uh, we consider as a festival because, you know, a concert is a a venue and you have one headline and act and a support act. Mm -hmm. And it's you go to this is a festival where there's one day or two days. It's um, you know, it's it's there's multiple tents and venues for for vendors and food and and bars. And you have multiple acts. I mean, we have we have two co-headliners, but Jimmy Duck Holmes, who's opening the show, is a legend in the blues community. You know, he owns the Blue Front Cafe in Bentonia. Which is Mississippi's oldest surviving juke joint, and he's opened the show, but he's he's a legend of the blues community. So um, I guess the festival means you know multiple acts, multiple Mm -hmm. days, and more of a festival setting. You know, tents and grass and chairs, and bring your long you know blankets and stuff. So.
2: And come out and bring the whole well, I say the whole family or whoever's sort of into the music and have and have a really good time. Um, I know that there is a, a looming football game that may keep folks away. What do you say to that?
5: I say that we have two sports zones. We have four big screen TVs, thanks to Cowboy Maloney and Cowboy Kitchens. Uh, Adirondack chairs seating. Um, we're going to have full watch. Just be a football game watch party. So in with the great
2: VI- music in the background.
5: Great music in the background. Matter of fact, we've got the VIB tent is eighty feet long and towards the very end of it, I've got a whole section with two large screen TVs with chairs and tables and a bar right next to you. You couldn't ask for a better setting. And you know, if the game when game's over around nine thirty, the headliner comes on. So it's not like we do a TV up so we've got two different sports zones for people to enjoy every bit of the game if they want to and enjoy the music and the festivities and food and drink and
2: all that sports zone and all that is included in the festival
5: absolutely so
2: there's no like two separate things or anything like that so you really don't have an excuse
5: mm-hmm. we have a GA area and a VIP area and in both areas I have two large screen TVs sports zone sectioned off for people to watch every bit of the games they want to watch I'll have, when so- does
2: the headliner kick off
5: um, Taz kicks off at 9 o'clock
2: at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So when's the opener kickoff?
5: 3.30. Let me go through the schedule real quick. Yeah, do oh, that yeah. for us. Gates open at 3 mm-hmm. o'clock. And at 3.30, Jimmy Duck Holmes, um, that I mentioned from Bentonia, uh, will come on. And he's just him and a guitar and a microphone. And he will just He's a legend. Um, right after that, we have Jerika Singleton, who is a Clinton native, great bluesman, lot, run lots of awards. He'll play second. Third is a band out of Memphis. It's a six-piece band called Ghost Town Blues Band. Now they're bluesy, but they rock. They're like a ZZ Top. You know, they're going to rock. Then, um, about seven thirty, Cedric Burnside, who is a Grammy Award-winning blues, he's probably the, you know, he and Kingfish the two biggest known new blues singers of our of Mississippi. He'll 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 take the stage about seven thirty, and to close it is one of my favorites, Brandon Taz Niederauer. A lot of people know the, know the Niederauer. Hour. He is a he's nineteen years old now. He's a sophomore at Yale. Ellen Degeneres. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> yeah, well, Ellen Degeneres discovered him at 11 years old on, on his show. Insane guitarist, Colonel the late Colonel Bruce Hampton picked him up at 15 and took him on the road. And he's played on stage with everybody there is to play. I mean, he's played on stage to BB King, any festival he attends. He has his own act, but everybody invites him up. And you'll have you know 40 year old. Professional guitar players just be amazed at him on the, you know playing with them on the stage, and he's incredible. But now you know, he's nineteen, got his own band. He's bringing in another keyboardist. That I think he's with Alman Brothers. I've got some great organs I brought in for him. He's gonna really close it out hard. I mean, if, if, if Jimi Hendrix type stuff. He's awesome.
2: He um, and he has a hard last a Neat? Say it again. Neater hour. Where did Taz come from?
5: Uh, like Tasmanian Devil. I think Colonel Bruce Hampton gave him like he, on the guitar. He's just like a Tasmanian Devil. I mean, he's. I've got videos of him, but I went and saw him when he was fifteen at a festival, mm-hmm. and he's you know how they collect, he's not even looking at guitar, and he's just he just plays by. He, he's amazing. What is he
2: studying at Yale?
5: I'm not sure. That'd I, be a good question. I need to find out. You
2: know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you're that, it's, like, if, I bet he has a mom somewhere that's like, boy, you're going to need a backup plan. If this music mm-hmm. thing doesn't work out, you're going to want your, uh, degree, but it sounds like it's going to work out just, uh, fine, uh, for him. How, do, when you're thinking about your lineup, Richard, mm-hmm. I know you've been in this business for, for so long. I mean, do you have, like, it's like, I feel like you're filling in the blanks, but do you know who you want? Or is it, how do you, how do you put the perfect, complementary of artists together for a festival?
5: Well it depends on the festival. For this festival, it is a blues festival. So you've got the true blues lover, they Jimmy Duck Holmes, they all know him, Jerika Singleton and Cedric Burnside. They are true blues like said, Jimmy's going to sit there with in a chair with a guitar and a microphone and he's going to just amaze you. But then you've got other people that like more of, you know, they love the blues, but they want to rock out. And so Jericus is a bluesman, but he's a guitarist. He's a blues guitarist. And then Taz, he's going to play the blues, but it's like the Allman Brothers, it's I mean he could get up there and do a Jimi Hendrix set. You'd think Jimi Hendrix is on the stage. So he's going to rock out. He's an insane guitarist. So he's going to close out close out hard. So to answer your question for this festival I need a little both of the you know, the sit in your chair and sit back and sip a cold drink and rock and listen to a bluesman and then get up and jam out to some some really jamming music. So you
2: kind of get, you get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You get a different taste, a different flavor and sort of mixed in within the different um, hours. Do you find that folks who come to the festival, is it kind of like a come and go or do you come and you hunker in for all seven hours?
5: Now you're allowed to come and go, but I think this one, it's going to be such a perfect day. Uh, you know, big things this time of year is weather and football. We've got the football taken care of and the weather looks like it's going to be great for us on Saturday. Um, so you, they're going to come in and they're going to kick back in their blankets and chairs or in the VIP area, we have, you know, Adirondacks and tables and chairs and, you know, right up exclusive up front viewing, but they you kick back you everything you need there. You've got plenty of great bathrooms. You've got uh, three great food vendors. You've got plenty of b- bars of any kind of beverage you want, you know, soft drinks, water, canned cocktails, mixed drinks, wine, beer, everything you want right there.
2: Right there. Other than getting the tickets. So where do you get your tickets?
5: Townshipblues.com. Um, it's just it's easy to remember, townshipblues.com. Everything you want there. You can see the venue, the lineup, the layout. Go st-
2: and it's cheaper if you buy in advance.
5: It does. It's $35 in advance, um, and it's $40 at the door just because it's hard to make change, and you know we want to motivate people to buy in advance. So it's easy just to click away and secure your ticket. But oh, it's
2: a great price.
5: $100 for VIP. But that gets you, again, air-conditioned, heated bathroom trailers, private bar, tables and chairs, Nice Adirondacks and exclusive front stage.
2: This is much cheaper and way better than trying to throw a party at your house for the football game. So for, for less money, yeah. you can just get a group of friends and come and watch it, and then also have like a legit a party going on. I mean, on.
5: your bar is right there, and I've got two 65-inch TVs, and then chairs, tables out It's just right there. And,
2: and then all the music and all of the things that you would enjoy with mm-hmm. uh, with a festival yeah. um, to be able to celebrate what we know is going to be hopefully a win for Absolutely. for our state that, that day. Ole
5: Miss and State play at 6 and 6.30, so we'll have something for everybody.
2: So do you have, do you have the two TVs going on, so that way you wouldn't even have that at your house you'd mm-hmm. be able to see it in two different locations i know you just left from putting up the tents is everything coming together richard
5: it is we put all miss tent came in and put all the tents in today and um uh, i think we're finished for today most the stage will come in friday and we'll build out everything saturday but Everything's coming together great. Like I said, I'm thankful, great for my. I've got to mention my sponsors because as I, you and I were talking before we mm-hmm. went on, you know, we, we cannot do this without sponsors. And people say that all the time, but literally the numbers don't work. I mean, it's just Renova Roofing uh, came in big time on the sponsorship here, and of course Southern Beverage uh, is our major sponsor. Bush and uh, Light and Ultra the presenting sponsors of this, and uh, Visit Mississippi um, Super Talk is always a great sponsor for us, a major sponsor, and Visit Ridgeland and Renaissance Bank. And, of course, i to mention Cowboy Maloney and Cowboy Kitchen, who came in strong at the last minute providing the TVs so we could have this incredible sports zone.
2: And it's not just like a little TV. Y'all are going all out. Y'all mm-hmm. are making it a great opportunity for folks. Get out and support. Uh, this is, you know, you think about it being a festival, but it's also small businesses that are supporting these events that are going mm-hmm. on. And so they need you to come out and enjoy the music. It's a win-win for everyone. Where do we go to get our tickets, Richard?
5: Townshipblues.com. dot com. Very easy.
2: Remember. Very easy to remember. All right, you guys, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next.
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. It's my, it's, my it's
2: my birthday. I love it every year, Rado. Another trip around the sun with you guys here on Good Things, so thank you for that. Uh, we are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm and the Supertalk Mississippi app and your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, to Middays with jar Gilbert will be live at the two museums coming up tomorrow for their annual Veterans Day ceremony. So for more information on how Mississippi is honoring our veterans, go to mda.com. A M D A H dot M S dot gov for more information on that. And yep, it's the birthday, and it's a big uh, one—turning forty. Don't mind it at all. Doesn't scare me at all. Does bring it on. Is kind of how I um, how I look at it. Why not? Right? Like, what's what's the other alternative to to not having a birthday? It is not something I'm ready for. So there you go. Um, But we were talking about earlier some of the fun things that are is turning uh, forty this year along with all of you who were born in 83 Um, and I know some of you you're still a young whippersnapper I know that my mother you know thinking for her this is her delivery day right like we should really be celebrating moms on like actual birthdays they did all the work you just came on through they're the ones who you know worked so hard to get you here Um, but to her it's like you're still such a baby Uh, and I'll get that too uh, with with my own kids but other things that are turning 40 the Chicken McNugget, Wow, can you imagine? I wonder what it was like and I've seen some of the the i I appreciate the show on um, the history channel foods that built America. One, just being a dietitian, but then two, just like sort of curious, like how do we get here? Like when you look at the landscape of how we eat, the things that we enjoy, the American diet, and large part of that is the fact that, you know, we founded um, fast food and then, you know, it went in so many sort of different directions. And I've kind of seen one with the McNugget or the Chicken Nugget. But imagine being like one of the first people to really – interact with that like you normally chickens on a bone right like normally chicken i even think before the chicken nugget you had uh chicken sandwiches which people can wrap their mind around but like nuggets aren't natural to nature in any stretch especially not in
3: the mcnugget shapes
2: no um not at all um and i think so the mcdonald's executive chef renee he cooked for queen elizabeth in 79, the McNugget, um, but it wasn't available until 83 to, to like, sort of go out. So it's like, I didn't know that tidbit. So it's like, they tried it out on the queen. Imagine what she thought, getting these little nuggets. I, you think she ate it with a fork and knife? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, she didn't. She
3: if she eats didn't. a banana with a fork and knife, she eats McNuggets with a fork and knife.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I love um, that they call it fried and breaded poultry. So They don't really call it... White meat or chicken. I will have to say, sorry, McDonald's. You have the best fries. I will give you that in terms of the world of fast food. You do not have the best chicken nuggets. There, I said it. I claim they're not good. I would
3: argue that Wendy's fries have surpassed McDonald's fries.
2: Really? Why?
3: They just, they're better fried. It seems like every time I've been to McDonald's for the last several years, 90% Ninety percent of the fries are the sad, soggy, floppy fries. They don't—they don't stand there like a proud fry.
2: True, and nothing is sadder than a sad French fry or a soggy French fry. For the most, I like it because they're—I think that they're so The Krispies are my favorite at the bottom of the bag, and since I'm not eating like a whole bunch, it just feels like when you get a good batch of McDonald's french fries. They're all that thin, perfect for dipping and they have a little bit more of a crunch to them than some of the some of the other sort of french fries. But I'm not going there. Well, I'm not getting chicken nuggets really from anywhere. But <laughs> that's not what I If I'm going through to get something, that's not what it is. Um but I'm not going to eat. I'm not stealing any from the kids' Abby meals. Uh that's for sure. You know, there's that there's some that look like chicken, and then there's some that don't, and I feel like that kind of falls into that. I wonder if the recipe has changed at all in 40 years.
3: It has to. I mean, there's no way the McNugget would be nearly as popular today if it hadn't tasted better at some point in its past. You think? Like, people have, have gotten used to that McNugget texture and flavor. But I, I sincerely believe, if the people forty years ago had tasted what we taste as McNuggets, it wouldn't have made it forty years.
2: Probably not. Dustin from Walnut says he agrees with you on the fries. He also loves Checkers fries. Too. Rally's has some good fries. I like buying those and cooking those at home, or buying them in the. But they have they have really good French fries. They have the you can see the black pepper on them.
3: They got Arby's curly fries in the frozen food section now.
2: It's hard to make curly fries at home. Air fryer, really? Oh, They yeah. don't get stuck together and mushy.
3: Mm-mm. Not as long as you shake them about halfway through.
2: Gas stations have better chicken nuggets than McDonald's. Stan and Hasbert says, agreed.
3: No lies detected.
2: No lies detected on that. But they are turning forty this year. Maybe they should discontinue them. But not me. I don't want to be discontinued at forty. <laughs> I'd like to have another 40, um, at least. Thank you all for the birthday wishes. I truly appreciate you all, but stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.